You're listening to Agency Highway. This is a podcast for agencies that want to grow their business and work less. Agency Highway is sponsored by Content Snare, a platform that helps digital agencies gather content from clients without digging through a storm of emails, huge attachments, and messy Google Docs. Sign up at contentsnare.com and use the chat widget to say you heard about Content Snare on Agency Highway, and you'll get a 30-day trial instead of the typical 14. Now, here's this week's episode. Hello and welcome back to Agency Highway. This is episode 92 with Matt Barnett of none other than Bonjoro. Matt, thank you for joining me. James, awesome to be here. As many of you know, listening to this, you probably hear me mention Bonjoro quite a lot. Um, you may have even received a Bonjoro from me. Uh, as if you don't know, um, I'm going to do this instead of Matt's just so I can butcher the shit out of the description, but maybe maybe it'll make sense as a, as a customer's <laughs> description instead. But it's a, a video platform that allows you to send personalized videos to clients, prospects, um, basically anyone. And uh, what I love about it is that it has a lot of automation facilities uh, and features built in that allow me to, I guess, personalize automation in a way, if that makes sense. But there's just so many use cases for Bonjoro that we're going we're gonna to talk about. So a couple of examples that I use it for is uh, sending uh, a personalized video to like someone that's just uh, signed up for a paid account for Content Snare or for my online course just to thank people. And the responses are often something like, holy crap, I can't believe I just got a personal video from you. You know, like, and it's, it's super cool. So yeah, Matt, again, thanks for joining me. Um, I want to hear a little bit about how Bonjour got started. Yeah, for sure. So uh, ran an agency uh, in Sydney. So we did a, a research tech. So we've always had tech at our heart, but, but we were like three guys, startup. Um, and we would do uh, basically qualitative research by remote video. And we ended up falling into the space where um, our clients were big brand agencies and big FMCGs, who turns out all happen to be located in London, New York, and Paris. Right. As, as the kind of epicenters of those. <laughs> so, and we were here in Sydney, and we're like, okay, this is great. However, everyone's asleep. Whenever, whenever we had new inquiries or, or leads came, came in, we'd always be asleep. So the challenge was then is getting back to those leads next day and getting them to convert. And we would have to get on calls to people. We'd have to get on pitches. Uh, we, we would travel to the UK and, and Paris and New York quite a lot. To, to go into rooms and pitch to big teams. Um, but getting that first step to happen, I think when we first started, email automation was pretty good. And then everyone started doing it and it just kind of dropped off. And we're not, we weren't the best content writers, like I'll be honest, but we're very good face to face. So to buck things up, what we did is I, I used to take a, a ferry to, from Manly to Sydney um, every morning go past the opera house and so i would plant my phone and i would have a list of all the people who signed up the night before and i would call each of them a video so i'd see like you know, james archer from from ogilvy sign up in london and i'd be going past the opera house and i'd be like hey james matt here obviously in australia there there's the opera house you know i saw you you, you, <laughs> what you inquired last night you know we i i see that like you, you work on the on the budweiser accounts turns out we've already done work with budweiser x y and z you know obviously i'm in australia but i'll be in london and in a eight weeks time, why not come in and show you guys what we're up to? And so we, we, we package that video up and send it off to, to James. It, it obviously takes quite a bit of time to do that. And we do about, you know, we don't have a huge funnel, but, but three to five of these a day. And we tripled our response rate overnight. And wow. 
the response that came in, what <laughs> it, it, it was generally something along the lines of, can't really understand what you're saying because it's too windy. <laughs> but 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 this is pretty this is pretty funny. I thought you, you know? were gonna say the accent then. Like I've legit had people comment on my YouTube videos like can't understand anything. And it's like, yeah, accents suck. Hey, like go away. Just- yeah. <laughs> but they loved it. Anyway. So the weird thing is they loved it anyway, because you know, I have quite a lot of energy. And it was just very different. And they were like it's cool. You know, and being you know, a lot of these were like more more creative agencies, and they were like, look, you guys have to come in. Um, and so we go in and then we, you know, we'd ultimately win more business. Uh-huh. And I guess kind of long story short, um, one of those agencies asked if they could use this video email thing. And we're like, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. You, you know, we, we built a portal where they can log in and use it. And then one of their clients they sent it to came back and they were like, I could use it too. <laughs> and they started using it. And then one of their customers came in and that look, we ended up, I mean, everyone always says, don't, you know, don't start two businesses at once. We, we saw this and we, you know, we, we, we've been in the industry for a while. So I, I guess we were able to recognize the opportunity. And then we, mm-hmm. um, over beers decided that, yeah, we'd like actually give us a shot. And although we still have the original agency, um, Bonjour overtook it within about 18 months in terms yeah, of scale. Wow. And it's now about three and a half years old. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's a, that's a pretty quick journey too. Though. Like three and a half years, I feel like it's still relatively new. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, like 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 we're just we're just releasing a second product now, so we're just kind of getting oh, wow. started. I think really. Can you talk about that second product? Yeah, so I think I think all going oh, well. I think I know what it is. I got the announcement. Is this like the I guess the the browser extension, right? And you can record your screen and everything. Yeah, so we released the paid user. We released a version of the paid users maybe a couple of weeks ago. Right. Yeah. I think officially it's going live today, and then we'll probably announce it officially tomorrow to everyone. Um, the version the version going today is a lot better than the one that you might have tried. <laughs> so we, te- we, we tend to push out we tend to push out early beaters to paid users, which mm-hmm. kind of look look like a bit of a dog's dinner, but generally work. And then we get that feedback, and then we use that to finesse the product. Right. Um, in terms of product build, it's it's, it's worked well for us doing it that way. Yeah. Cool. Um, but yeah, officially it goes out today. So so, so screen recording, um, shell video, storable videos. Mm. Um, and then we'll be on to the next product, which will be hopefully out in about three or six months. So we kind of just, we, we've we've hit that stage where we understand what it is we're building and why we're building it. Mm-hmm. And now we're kind of following that natural product extension down to see uh, where yeah. it takes us. That's awesome. Something you touched on just before about like, you know, people say don't don't build two things at once and, and whatever. But I feel like agencies are in a very unique position for this, like where, most agencies are going to be across a lot of digital. They're across mm. marketing. So adding a product to me doesn't even seem like a big stretch. And and also, I mean, and I gave a talk um, on this topic uh, in uh, last year in, in um, Orlando or out, just outside of Orlando on like why agencies are in such a good position to create a SaaS product because you are exposed to so many like client problems that like literally throw their problems at you just because you're in digital. They'll be like, oh, I've got this thing that doesn't work and like my operating system and my hard drive, like they just start throwing digital problems at you. And I think it puts you in a very unique position to develop a product. So, uh, because then you can apply all this like digital knowledge you've got to creating it. So I don't know. I don't, I just thought I'd like touch on that for the agencies listening that like, yeah, I just, I think you're in such a good position to, to, like create a product when the need arrives, like you'll recognize the problem when it gets thrown at you. Yeah, like, like I agree, but but strange enough, very few agencies do this. So I mean, there's one brand new agency you work with in London, um, and they are generally FMCG stuff, but they've launched like their own brand of tea, 
I'm like, wow. I'm like, I'm like, oh, it's great. Yeah. Cause you got, you guys know what works and what doesn't work. Yeah. So you've done it. I like the fact they've done that. And like, like if I was a client, I would see that and be like, yes, I'll pick you guys because it shows they're willing to put the money where their mouth is. Hmm. And they're obviously FMCG products. That's what they've gone into now. But for some reason, agencies don't jump that much. And I, like, like, and obviously I get it. It's a different skill set building a SaaS or a product business versus, you know, obviously having the operations around servicing and then how you do with clients, very different models, you know, like our revenue models for, for agency and Bonjour are, are, are opposites, mm-hmm. you know, and they both have benefits. Um, but like, I, like I agree, like when you've seen a hundred projects, you know, there are themes you can look at and go, you know what, there's a better way to do this for, just full stop for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, yeah. And, and you kind of learn technologies and stuff too. Like I kind of wish we had a bit more, uh, like I want to switch content snare. We launched it like maybe even a year later. Cause we learned so much in that time on some client projects that we would have actually changed the underlying technology completely. <laughs> so it's like, oh, damn it. Uh, I mean, sorry. I still like launching early. I mean, like, yeah. I, think, I think going early is still good because you, you also learn from your user base. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, I, I just mean like a technical debt kind of perspective where it's uh, just like I feel like now if we were to build our product now, we'd probably do it in a third of the time. Like and like whatever product we build next, you know, if that happens or if we just stick with content scenarios, it's like it, the process is going to be so, so much faster <laughs> based on but, something we learned on client projects, not even our own. But then the problem is, yeah, yeah, your bar gets – so we, we always say this, yeah, like yeah. But the bar gets higher. So like Bonjoro yeah. – fair, Bonjoro was the third tech product we tried. Okay. So it wasn't the first year and it was a lot faster to do. And even now I'm like, if we did it far, if we did it again, we'd go even faster. You know? so like, <laughs> yeah, true. Like I, I, I like you always want more, you always get more knowledgeable. Yeah. That's just part that, but it, but it's still better to start early because you learn so that you can't launch a second product, you yeah. know, like, yeah. So let's look a little bit about like Bonjoro and and how I guess you've seen people having success with it. Some of the best ideas you've seen, because for the most part, for me, I have used it for, I guess you'd call it like a customer advocacy or something just to like create that personal experience with people. Like, you know, when, when I've sent videos to people, I, I've basically had people come back and then like could go straight to Facebook and leave us a review because they got a personal video, you know, like um, I feel like it's kind of winding down now. Maybe more people are sending personal videos, but I still think there are a lot of ways you can use it. And I was just, you know, doing a bit of research for this chat earlier and I found that you guys have a, um, uh, was it like a video funnel guide or something which we'll link up to in the show notes. And it just, I just saw there was like so many more ideas for like categories of using this tool that I've never even thought of. So what are your favorite ways that you've seen people use it or that you've used it internally? And I don't think, I mean, one thing I'll say is like if everyone in the world was doing videos, I don't think that would negate the impact. It's the same as saying that, you know, like at the end of the day, everyone in the world could do Twitter. Very few people do Twitter Twitter well, you know, like, yeah, it's a learned behavior. It works for someone, not for others. Like, again, the video, it's not, it's not about video here. It's actually about, so I suggest it's about stopping for a minute and acknowledging customers at certain points on the journey. It's about exposing the brand. It's about being very transparent. It's about trust and it's about communication. That's what it's about. Video happens to facilitate that. It's not actually about the video though. Yeah. And you, that's a good point that not, not many people do it well. I mean, you could apply the same thing to email as well, like the amount of yeah. shitty emails you get. And it's yeah. like, it's, it's okay. It's kind of somewhat 
not easy. I'm not going to say it's easy to cut through, but like just by not writing shit emails, you're going to be a lot ahead, uh, much further ahead of everyone that is writing shit emails. And I guess the same would apply to video anyway. Look, and learning how to talk to people is a lot easier than learning how to write well. Yeah, case, true. Case, case in point, like I'm, I'm, I'm still no good at copy, <laughs> but I can make people laugh. I mean, that's that's, that's not that hard. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Nice. Um. So where where do you generally where we get used? I'll probably skew this a little bit towards services, but leads. So it, like we did in that first ever use case, a new inquiry is coming in. And the point that it worked for us and why it still works is it's just about making your best first impression. So I think if you can start, like, and everyone listening, I'm like, like would know this here. Like, you know, if you can start a relationship off on, off on a great starting point, it's going to go better from day one and therefore it's going to lead into, into, you know, high chance of conversion, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So, you know, again, back to the point, it's not about video. If you, when the inquiry comes in, you know, we've done some experimentation here. You know, the magic number is like respond under four hours. Just okay. under four hours, it has a measurable difference in terms of open rates, view rates, etc. Wow. Okay. Um, on your time zone, which if you're a global company makes it a bit more difficult. Mm. Um, but you'll make people will go, oh wow, I just came in and somebody's just taking the time out from the day. It's obviously meant for me. It's obviously personal because because right now you can't really fake video. So if you're like, you know, say their name, say their company, mention what day it is. Like it's, it's so obvious that, the, that it's you. Mm-hmm. People go, wow, someone spent time with me. And then obviously law of reciprocation kicks in and someone goes, okay, well, I'll, I'll give time back. And when, you, when you're sending these videos, you know, specifically you are asking for something, you know, so you're saying, hey, I saw you, I saw you, I saw you, your inquiry came in for X, Y, Z. Let's hook up a call. Here's a link to book in my calendar. Or if you're a product or an online course, it could be, hey, I saw you signed up but you haven't done X, Y, Z yet, I really, re- I really recommend taking this next step. Here's a link to go and take the next step. And the person who, who maybe was just window shopping suddenly goes, oh, you know what? Yeah, I will go and check it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really like that. I'm just thinking of like a whole bunch of ways I could have used it like already this morning. It's, it's 8 a.m. here um, and we've been chatting for the last half an hour. Um, <laughs> and the fact that there's like two people I could have sent this to in ways that I didn't think about before, uh, before seven 30, you know, <laughs> the yeah, morning. Yeah. like that's insane. Um, yeah. And I can just think about how this would be amazing for agencies when, cause I guess a lot of jet, like small businesses and whatever, are kind of jaded with agencies have been burned before. And if they were to, uh, submit an inquiry or something and then immediately get this video back, like I, that's going to put you, so far ahead of all the other agencies they may talk to. Yeah. And just be yourself. Like it's not about, so here's a, it's not about performing. It's not, I mean, we, we've all done, I'm sure every agency has done like, like HD video, like scripted video. This isn't that mm-hmm. again, it's not, don't think of this video thing about it's communication. So if you met somebody in the pub or in a cafe who said, Hey, by the way, I've got a project I'd like, I'd like you to look at, how would you respond? This is the same thing. Mm. You know, so like be be genuine, be yourself. That's refreshing. Take the time, you know, when there's been no money exchange, make the first investment of time. That's refreshing as well. Mm-hmm. Really, it's just about, again, like, you know, showing the fact that, it, that you can, that you're willing to go to the next step. And when you see people, you're like, I want to work with this person or this team or whatever else. You know, it makes a big difference. Yeah. Yeah, so because I'm just thinking also there's a way that like I sort of filter out. 
I, I guess with the volume of uh, incoming leads we have, I've I've shied away from sending videos to individual like people that sign up for a trial just because I don't yeah. have the capacity. Like, uh, I mean, yeah, even we, like if I started recruiting other people in the team to do it, I think it would be too much. But you guys somehow manage that. I remember getting bonjouros from from <laughs> the bonjouro team when I signed up for even just for a trial years ago. Um how I guess like I do have numbers on like how well that worked for you guys back then. I mean, you guys probably have to do it because it's your product, right? But look, and we still do it today, and our site numbers now are a lot higher than yeah. then. But then we have guys like Pat Flynn, who, if, if you're American, you'd, you'd mm. have heard of, who does it to every single new new customer. Um, wow. You know, we have like ConvertKit do it, like um, Entreport, like like big teams do this who have a lot more leads than we do. Yeah. Now. Uh, so there's a couple of things that like I say here. One is talk about automation and talk about time. Yeah. So if you have a hundred signups a day, now if you know your funnel, not all signups are equal. Mm-hmm. Some of those will be your ideal customer. So you know, few it might be that you find that creative agencies and you know, um, yeah, CPA agents like agencies are, are, are your two ideal customers, and then maybe photographers are not. So that in mind, if you could detect who they are, then I would say invest the time on the 10 you know are the best customers. Mm-hmm. Now, the other 90, there's still nothing wrong with doing a bit of a group message to those, but make it, I, I would call it, I call it in the moment. So, you know, if you do a message and say, hey, look, it's Tuesday morning here in Sydney, saw you signed up in the last 12 hours, you know, I'm just having my coffee and just want to say welcome board. Now that's, you're not saying, hey, Jenny from Ogilvy. So it's not, it's not quite as good, yeah. but it's still, it's still going quite a lot of the way and saying, this is me. This is how I am. It's Tuesday morning. You sign up today. Mm-hmm. That helps you manage. Again, what you need to be able to do is to filter out who are the best customers who aren't. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing, I mean, coming get someone like Pat Flynn who does it with everyone is it also comes back to ROI. So, you know, if you can double the conversion rate or you can increase people talking about you, or you can make them stay for an extra three months on your product by doing this, is it worth a minute of your time? A lot of the time, I, I would suggest that's probably a yes. And it's, again, it, it's a numbers thing. Yeah, it's ROI. Yeah, I guess um, it's it's been something that I've kind of just tried to gauge, like, without actual, you know, it's more of a gut feel thing for me because I don't yeah. know, like, you know, who... I haven't actually fed the data of, like, who's got the video, who's replied back into, like, a CRM or anything. I'm not sure if that's possible, but... Um, but it's um, not so I don't actually know what the, I guess the conversion rate difference is, but the whole, cause I know you guys have the roll up facility where you can roll, you know, say 20, 30 messages together into one. Um, I always wondered like how the hell I would personalize that. And that was a really good tip there. Just talking about being like, um, you know, talking about what day it is that they signed up recently and welcome on board. Like, I feel like that is like a significant difference. Um, Cause at the moment I've just been like, Oh, well, I don't know how to personalize it. So I'll ignore those ones. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, that's a really good tip. I like it. Um, it's, it's levels of personalization. Yeah. And yeah. then you still, and then you still say, Hey, look, look, reply to this message. It's my email. I will get back to you. And then make sure that you're the person that gets back to them. Mm. Oh know? yeah, for sure. And, and, and then people are like, oh, no, this is legit. Yeah. So again, yeah, there's a personalization side. There's also like personalization two ways. It's one is like mentioning their name. The other side is like, is like being, being yourself and being personal and being like, like I, I was doing something the other day in my, in my daughter's teepee. 
because I, I was watching her while while mum was on, on, a, on a work call and she was running in and out of the teepee and I was like, you know what, I'm just going to do them here. And I had like three people reply and they're like, yeah, we, we've also got kids at home right now. Like, <laughs> like how difficult is it? And, and like, it's it's great, yeah? So Yeah, that's really cool. Damn. Okay, I have to start implementing that. I have to work out how to... Um... Yeah, and I have to start putting everyone into Bonjoro. Right now, I have like a bit of a filter sort of thing that only tries to drop certain people in like you were talking before because I, you know, if you've got, you might use the 10% of your customers that have a higher chance of um, converting based on what industry they're in or something, yeah. right? We, we use like number of staff as one. Um, and so that's kind of how I've been trying to at least like filter it in some way, but I like the idea of putting everyone in there and, and using the roll-ups to... I mean, look, 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 what, what I will say, I mean, you were talking about this earlier, is is I'm, I'm a massive believer in testing. So yeah. I think with these things, test that. You know, the, the, there's no there's no one recipe suits all. Mm-hmm. So so test these things. If one thing isn't working, try something else, try something else, try something else. I'm not saying Bonjour will work for every every industry, you know, and every company. And, and you know, if you're selling coffees, you know, all low-value products, may, maybe the ROI doesn't make sense. So I think test this stuff. Try a few different things. We'll, I'll, I'll include the playbook on the on the um, podcast. You have a look at how thirty other companies do it in different stages of the funnel. Test it, but you know, don't, if it's not working, like then try something else, or, or, or you know, or, or find a different thing that works better for your brand and for your company and your and your customer base. Yeah, yeah, that's all this is. If you're um, if you're listening to this and don't want to go click on the show notes, um, it's at bonjoro.com slash video funnel playbook is the URL. But yeah, of course, I will link that up in the show notes at agencyhighway.com slash 9292. Um, but I think we're like, if we circle back to agencies a little bit here, what what I I guess kind of miss from my agency life, right? Like with uh, with uh, a, a product, I feel like there's not as much time to create highly personal videos or longer videos for everyone because it's like, I guess it's just like a lifetime value of the customer, right? But if you're an agency and you've got someone's worth thousands and thousands of dollars on one project, it makes a lot more sense, I guess, in your time to really deep, get like deep and personal, not deep, but like, you know, you could dig into their website and like even give them some ideas or something while you're talking to them. I just, I like the idea that when the lifetime value of a customer is higher that you can spend more time per lead in a way to, to create like a highly personal video. Have you guys ever like, I guess what recommendations do you have for agencies to create these kind of videos? So, so, so I still don't think it's a huge investment of time. I, I think what you're doing here, I'm, I'm like one thing, one caveat, don't use these cold. Like right. don't do out, don't do average yeah. video because, because average is, isn't great anyway so roi likely not going to work um yeah totally do it do a second touch point so connect with someone on linkedin have someone email you etc then then you go in i still think it comes down to this, this first point of making your best first impression now if i was a if i was selling to a creative agency so when we used to create agencies i would do it on the boat in front of the opera house which sounds a bit crazy but they're creative people and i knew they'd love it and I, that I was, ferry is amazing, by the way. The, the man later Sydney ferry is just like it's something I tell people to do. They're like, I'm in Sydney for two yeah, days. Yeah. What do I do? I'm like, go to Manly. Even if you don't like, stop at Manly. Just get the ferry. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's great. Yeah, people love it. Yeah, but a lot of people have been here. Yeah, now I will do ones where uh, like like we live on the, on, on the bush a bit, so I'll actually go and walk around the bush. If like a parrot lands, I'll make sure I get the parrot on the bit. And these sound like silly things, but but people 
with us from other countries love it creatives love it you know i like i said photographers do it in your studio you know or pull it out like on a shoot if you're doing e-commerce do it with like some of the product you have you know if you're if you're like we have wine winemakers i'm like do it in the vineyard it's, you know, do it in situ which for you isn't very hard because if you just walk there <laughs> somebody for somebody watching it it's very unique mm. you know so so if you can get your personal brand across whatever that is like we used to do as in bear suits a lot mm-hmm. we do it a bit in the winter it gets too hot in the summer but if you, if you can get that across you know and you've got your customer right and, and uh, yeah and they're coming in for a reason because they like your brand that enforces that people go this is great and there they are so so give it a, a little bit of thought don't you know we, you can do it on the app or on the computer but don't sit in front of a you know a white wall with down lights because it's it's pretty boring yeah true good point um i definitely do that sometimes just because i'm like it's it's funny I, I guess i know this but i kind of forget the personality aspect of it and i'll be like oh i can't have like just my dog running around in the background or something yeah of course you can of course you can they're the people, ones that get the responses like people love it I, like, I think i think in the times that we're in today and, and prior to this, brands are moving to so, – so, so, so customers are driving brands towards a greater level of transparency. Um, I mean, like you see this – obviously, everyone's now starting to call out things like Facebook and everything else. And, and this is not just online, but you know, banks are starting to get called out. Companies are being called out, and people want more transparency. Now, if you do a video with your dog, with your kids running around, like how much more transparent can you get? You know, yeah. You're trusting the client. And then you, and you'll get that trust back. So it, the, the the boundaries of you know wearing a suit and tie and and being the agency versus being someone you enjoy working with and you can both wear t shirts, it, it's coming together. People people want to work with people like them, yeah. and obviously obviously get across the fact that you're you know. So when we do the pictures on the boat, I'll mention the clients we work for, you know, who are pretty big. Mm. I'd mention the fact that we'd be in London in six weeks. So you know, we'd also follow up with some like hard hitting points. Yeah. And then we ha- and then we'd have a call to action, and the call to action would be, "Here's my calendar in six weeks. Do you want to let let me know a time that works when when I'm over there?" That's awesome. Yeah, because you can include a link in the Bonjour as well. Like I, um, yeah. that's really good idea. And that's like having that like social proof in there, like that you've worked for other big clients. I got to start doing that. That's awesome. <laughs> proof, proof and an ask, like like so in the video, always have your ask. Yeah, you know, unless you're unless. You're, some things sometimes you just want to say thank you you know we we have a bit of a thing we do called thank you thursdays where we say every thursday pick a random customer and just send them a video and say thanks mm. um if you do that enough times yeah people will start to talk to talk about it wow that's awesome you, you don't need to have an ask just say look this is all about you guys you know very good yeah that's um wow i really like that idea and and um i also love the fact that your bear suit like the whole bear suit thing like that injects so much personality i feel like do you do, do you still um give out bear suits if people send enough bonjouros so we have certain points that we where we set we either send that bear suit or we send that kids bear suits yeah nice i remember i remember seeing that when i first signed up i was like man i gotta get to like 500 or whatever it was at the time we actually <laughs> we, we actually so we actually had to had to had to increase the level because everyone yeah, started hitting it yeah i think yeah, like like when like we first started, it was like if you get fifty videos, and now people do that in like a day, and we're like, okay, a <laughs> bit. <laughs> yeah, especially with like roll ups, because then you could you could roll up yeah, a bunch yeah. of videos together. But man, yeah, it's um, it was yeah. I feel like you guys had more personality than um many brands that I've seen, which is unreal. And I actually just went to have a look the other day. I remember you had a like ridiculous pricing page where you had like 
1800 pricing buttons now it was like 50 different pricing buttons at the bottom yeah yeah at the bottom and it was uh like the sign up button sorry and one of them was uh record a bonj or something b-o-n-j and i still call them bonjes because of that one button (laughs) better than the old uh, a lot of people call them uh two two letters Oh gosh, yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> You're allowed to say that on this podcast. We don't care about like a lot of people say. Right, I've got I've got a hundred BJs to do today. Yeah, no, nah, that's not <laughs> not the best uh, use of terminology. <sighs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, I didn't, I didn't see that one coming. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. So, there's always things like that that happen. Hey, when you like, like name I, something and then <laughs> I, like I think with branding, like I think a lot of mistakes young companies make is that they don't kick off brand on day one. I think, yeah, they let the brand come back. And, and by the way, yeah, it's like the caveat, brand is not having a logo, a nice looking <laughs> website. Um, it's personality but, and, and what what is it, what people say about you when you're not in the room? Exactly, yeah. Like, so most of it's about communication. So how do you talk to clients? Do all your, do all your team talk to clients in the same way? Do you behave in the same way? Do you have the same mm-hmm. values, you know? That's important, yeah. And your brand won't be the same as ours. We we go a bit OTT mm. because we're trying to push people to be to be more transparent and more fun. Mm-hmm. Therefore, we go to the extreme, hoping that our customers will come part of the way along along with us. Nice. Very few of them go the whole way. Yeah, a, a couple do for sure. Um, but you know, we we work with very serious wealth management agencies and you know healthcare for for the elderly. But we help bring them a little bit of fun into it. Which nice. we know, which we know will benefit them. We, it also means that we turn away certain clients. Some people come to us and they say, "You know, your brand is too childish for us." And we're like, "Okay, well, we're not probably going to work for you anyway." If that's the attitude, yeah, which is fine. Yeah, and we're confident doing that. And we've taken a position. Don't be afraid to have a position for your brand and to be, you know, to, to accept certain clients yeah. and turn others away. Yeah, that's really interesting that people get like that too. Because it's like, what does it matter anyway? Because your branding is not like if you're on the big enough plane, you don't have the bonjour branding. And what are they worried that they're going to like click through and find out that they're using this tool? And if they sign up for the tool, like I don't know, it's people are strange. But again, but this is again because their brand is so is so far away from where we are. The culture is, you know, like at the end of the day, we we don't get used by big banks for a reason. Yeah. Because are they, are they going to trust like that? All their teams start sending videos to clients. I don't think so yet. Maybe one day, maybe they'll be forced into into this position where they have to trust him more. They have to be more transparent right Mm -hmm. now. Yeah. Some companies can't do that. Yep. So you um you touched on it a bit before. So what's what's next for Bonjoro? Like, what do you see the future of of I guess your product and this new product? Yeah. So really, if you look at what, so back to the point, it's not video. What we're really doing is we are we're telling people when it's the right time to invest in customers because ultimately it results in more conversions, more activations more referrals and more advocacy and the advocacy bit's super interesting mm. yeah i mean i actually think when uh, you were saying earlier you're using it for advocacy people t- tend to do that later on and it's actually the smartest thing because it's a lot it's a lot cheaper to get an extra dollar off an existing customer than it is to go and get a new customer you know we all know this people tend to focus on on new clients mm. so what if you look at what we do we have an ethos which is um automate processes but never relationships so if you take that further and you go, well, Bonjour is starting the relationship off. Okay, how else can we tell you great times to engage with clients? So you know, so 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 so, so can we look at your 
look at your CRM and say, hey, you know, this customer is in need of love. You know, all this customer has been with you for four and a half years. However, you engage them hardly at all. You, you need to invest more, more, more in that customer. And then here's, here's the value of coming back. So when do you need to inject time in customers? Can we start to, you know, predict and tell you when to do that? So you get a better, better return on your time. Yeah. Can we add more automation that allows you to, you know, I guess, get rid of some of the process around that to make it super simple. Um, that's kind of where we're taking it, you know, and then ultimately, can we help you to systematically create advocates, which I think is and by the way, an advocate is not just a, a nice customer. It's a customer <laughs> who goes and leaves reviews and tells all their friends about you. Yeah. And that's it, like, like, like a super fan. Yeah. You know, and rather than just saying, oh, look, you know, we have five. How do you go and get to a hundred or a thousand? Yeah. Yeah, they're the absolute best kind of uh, customer, like one of the best things you can have for your business as a whole, really, because it's like to have an, an external person raving about you just looks so good. <laughs> it feels good too as the business owner. Like, like, there's a couple of books, like if you're interested in this, uh, like advice reading, have a have a read of um, Superfans by Pat Flynn and then oh, yeah. and fa- Fanocracy as well. I'm going to forget the name of the, of the it's all good. I'll, um, I'll uh, link up both of those in the show notes. I'll do some searching around, make sure we've got the right ones and they'll be at agencyhighway.com slash 92. I mean, even just when you were talking there, I've just had several ideas for agencies, right? Like things I wouldn't have thought about before, like digging out, um, because in agency world, you know, one of the, like you said, one of the biggest ways to generate revenue is from a customer that you already have. So, you know, you could record a bonjour to about like, I don't know, maybe a client who you've got some a maintenance website maintenance plan with already and you're trying to upsell them on some like marketing and SEO. Like that's instead of sending, there's all these like email templates that you would send to to clients uh, to try and get them to sign up for another service of yours. It's like, why not do that on video? Like, and like, yeah, it's just unreal. There's another use case, you know? So we've got this whole... Um, I guess customer life cycle in this from like converting, like when leads first come in, you know, to introduce them to yourself and then try and get them as a client and then to get the client maybe onboarded and then to encourage the client to leave a review after the job or cross out, sell them into other services, turn them into advocates. There's like, is this full, full life cycle stuff? Yeah. Like, and again, and again, like it's not, it's not the tool. It's, it's, it's the, the fact that you're communicating better at those, at those points. And I think remember, I mean, like how many times, like, having run an agency, how many times would you hit up a client and they go, oh, it's great to hear from you, you. We're just putting a proposal together. Can you guys give us a, yeah. a, a quote, yeah? Yep. And you're like, if I didn't hit them up, I wouldn't have got in that yet. Not because they're not, just because they're, they're busy, yeah? And I was on a podcast uh, with someone the other day who said like, 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 like his thing was like, you've got to have a reason to talk to people. So what, you can't just reach out and say, hey, how's it going? Because after a while, that, that doesn't work. So, you know, can you keep tabs on, you know, did your client just get in the news? Is there, is there something in the industry that's changed that will help them out? Well, how can you add value as a, but do that enough that you have a reason to go and talk to them and, you know, and get them engaged. And therefore when they have a project, they're like, Oh, it turns out, you know, yeah. great timing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. I think LinkedIn and, and just following them on social media and if they have a decent blog on their site, um, like if they actually regularly update it, are good ways to, like things you can comment on when you reach out yeah. to people. That's been a common thing that I've used in the past, whether like not just video, just in general, you know, and like that's kind of one of the big things, like a lot of people are, are getting kind of sick of social media, but to me it's like 
that's one of the main things. If I see something come up and I go, Oh, I haven't spoken to that person in a while and like reach out yeah. to them. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Um, well, Matt, I, um, I think there's plenty in there for people to, to digest and, and to start, um, thinking about how they can incorporate more personal communication into their entire business. Um, so yeah, thanks for coming on. No problem. Like, like, like I said, like, if you take w- one thing away, automated processes, not relationships, you know, automation is amazing, but it's there to do the stuff that you as a human do not have to do. You know, invest your human time in the relationship side mm. more than ever right now, especially with the world as it is. Yeah. And the ROI will be there for you. Yeah. And that's what something we didn't actually dig into is the automation side of Bonjoro's because like, you know, there's a lot of other stuff. If, if you were going to like manually record videos and then like send them via email or something, like it's kind of a pain in the ass, right? And that's what I really dig about Bonjoro. And I always talk about this like automation assisted personalization, yeah. which is, you know, like I use Zapier to push um, data into Bonjoro. So it's, kind, you know, it's already been through several like qualification steps in, in external systems. And then it pushes the that person into Bonjoro. So I can quickly click that that link record the video and send it off. And then Bonjour automatically follows them up if they don't open that video in, the, in three days or something, right? So there was a lot of stuff happening there that I didn't have to do other than hit record, you know, pull up their website, maybe hit record, make some um, comments about it and and that's it, right? That's what I love um, is the fact that you can be super personal without having to spend time on all the peripheral stuff as well. Yeah. Yeah, that's a total side note. But yeah, um, and people listening to this are like, yeah, I guess they know that I'm really big on automation. So um, <laughs> the fact that we got this far without talking about automation is like, they're probably going to be like, what, what happened to you? You like, haven't had a coffee yet, which is true. But <laughs> um, Matt, where can people go to find out more about uh, you and Bonjoro? Um, so personally, if you want to hit me up on LinkedIn, search for Papa Bear. There's like there's like three of us. I'm the guy in the bear suit. So if you want to reach out, have any questions, very happy to help. I had a lot of help getting where I am. So always had to pass that on. Um, Bonjour. But if you want to try it, check out Bonjour. If you sign up, you will get a video from one of the teams. So you will get to experience it firsthand. I can't tell you who that will be. It could be from the US or from New Zealand or Australia or the UK. Give it a shot. See what you think. That's awesome. There it is. And uh, all of this stuff will be linked up at the show notes at agencyhighway.com slash 92, including the books and, and um, yeah, and a way to get uh, get on board with Bonjour. Matt, thanks again. This has been an awesome chat. Thanks for coming on. No problem, James. Thanks for having me. If you've enjoyed this episode, please head over to iTunes uh, or wherever you get your podcast and leave a review or share someone you think uh, will get something out of it. That's all. And I'll see you in the next episode. Discover how to grow your agency, earn more, and work less at agencyhighway.com. Head over there to get resources from this episode and full transcripts. See you next time. This episode was brought to you by Content Snare. If you're a digital agency or just need to get content or info from your clients, Content Snare can help you collect it on time and without enormous email trails. Give it a try at contentsnare.com.